today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. We're about to talk about Sears. And, uh, of course, the final store is closing up this weekend. Uh, Cameron writes, hey, Scott, I guess I can shred my Sears home freezer service contract I renewed earlier in 2017. Uh, I don't know what happens with that. Maybe that's a, that's a good question for Lior. Uh, you know, it's uh, another interesting question. What, what does the closure of Sears mean to brand names like Kenmore and others? I think they've sold off a lot. The Craftsman brand, I believe, was sold off. Uh, I'm not sure how much is left. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, Sears is no more. And, you know, I forgot about this when I'm watching the news last night. Remember, like, at Christmas time when the Sears catalog would arrive? You older people. <laughs> uh, which really, when you think about it, that, that's a stepping stone to online shopping. Why they uh, canned that is beyond me. I think they missed the boat there. Uh, they had a perfect opportunity to take the catalog and move it uh, to an online platform. Uh, and for something to have been so strong in the past just to literally peter out is uh, is very odd and, of course, missing the boat. That being said, it's gone. It's over. Uh, yesterday, the final store is closing up. Uh, the company has uh, officially closed 66 years. However, uh, what happens to the employees at this point? Is it now over for them? Is is, is the uh, discussion, the debate over? Let's bring in Lior Sanfuro, uh, employment lawyer at Sanfuro to Market LLP, and is with us now. Lior, thanks for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. My pleasure, Scott. So where does this leave the employees at this point? I mean, has this all been settled? Is it done? Is where are they? Well, it's been settled and it's been done, but it still leaves employees in a terrible, terrible situation where uh, these individuals are obviously out of a job uh, now, finally, and but they're not going to get their severance. A lot of them are going to lose uh, many, many dollars in terms of their pension, and this is one of the only and few instances in employment law where they actually don't have any recourse. There's no one to be able to pursue. There's no one to give them what they're owed. And, you know, it's because the way our bankruptcy legislation is structured. So it's really bad news all around for every Sears employee. So what's different now than other scenarios? I mean, is this the same? You were talking about changes to laws. I mean, how do we move forward with this? Well, I think that given the uh, the, the magnitude of, of the situation, Sears being such a big retailer, being part of, of the Canadian landscape for so many years, uh, you know, a lot of people have taken note of how outdated and inappropriate our bankruptcy legislation actually is, in that it, it seeks to to protect others on the back on the backs and at the uh, expense of the employees. It makes employees unsecured creditors, which essentially means they're not going to get anything. Uh, every in, right and entitlements that an employee has is, is uh, going to be behind banks and other secured creditors. So banks are going to get paid, uh, sometimes you know, 100 cents on the dollar, and employees are not going to get paid. And one of the things that I've been advocating for a while now, and I've contacted some, uh, some uh, ministers and uh, part of the federal government, is to say, why don't we change some of these bankruptcy laws to at least give some protections to employees. You don't even need to make employees on the same level as banks with respect to, uh, to their rights, but at least protect some of their entitlements, not even all of them. Right now, everything the employees are owed is gone. And, you know, unfortunately, the response that I've been getting so far is, oh, this is very interesting and very serious but really no desire to, to make any real changes at this point. Uh, that being said, Sears employees did fight back and get some, some concession, did they not? Well, uh, th- there was a hardship fund that was, uh, that was put forward to the employees. Uh, but, you know, so first of all, some people will qualify, some won't. 
to the tunes of a few hundred dollars usually. And we're talking about people that may have lost six figures here in terms of their pension and their severance. I've spoken personally with dozens of employees that in the normal circumstances would have been owed as much as two years severance. So that's mm-hmm. two years of wages plus whatever they've lost on their pension, and they're getting nothing. So, yes, some concessions, but to say that that's pennies on the dollar is, is an understatement. And there's no recourse now. That's it. It's done. It is. It is done, and it, it is. they're bound by this bankruptcy proceedings, and, and there's really not much that they could do. Uh, and even if the law changes, it would still be too late for the Sears employees. But, Scott, this is the not, not the last time we've heard of a retailer or a major company going through this process. And the idea was to try to protect employees in the future. Uh, and, and unless the government does something, it's not going to happen. Uh, unions or any organizations like that do anything here? Unfortunately not, and because the, the unions themselves are also uh, you know, bound by the bankruptcy proceedings. So there's, there's no additional protections to employees, whether they unionize or not unionize in these situations. Uh, and uh, it, it's, it's a really, really uh, all it has to do with the bankruptcy laws here. Some of our pension laws as well are being outdated. And it's, the ball is squarely in the hands of the government to do something. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.